As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply we want that for our children. We want them to do their routines and enjoy them because it's truly these routines that make up our entire lives. You might as well enjoy it. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa. And around here, we know that life is hard and we gotta do everything we can to just make it a little bit more lovely. So it's my mission to bring you great conversations, practical tools and information, and a healthy dose of community to help make those things happen. If you want to find out more, you can go to our website at cultivatingthelovely.com, visit our amazing membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely, or by connecting with me on Instagram, which is one of my favorite places to interact with all of you. You can find me at Mackenzie Kappa. Thanks so much for joining me today. Ladies, I am so excited for today's guest because I've had her on before. She's one of my favorite people, one of my favorite authors, and she's absolutely lovely. It is the one and only Jennifer L. Scott. Yes, you guys know her as the Madam Chic author. I had her on last spring. She is so much fun. And she has a brand new book out called Connoisseur Kids. It's so good. It's so sweet. It's beautiful. I can't wait to read it with my daughters. I have done a thorough flipping through and now having talked about it with Jennifer, I'm even more excited about it. I can't wait for you guys to hear about it on today's episode. But I also wanted to make sure that I reminded you guys really quickly that this is the week to be signing up for cultivating groups in our Patreon group. So if you want to get into a cultivating group where you will be placed with five to seven other ladies on a Marco Polo group where you will get to video chat with each other, get to know each other, talk about ways that you're cultivating loveliness in your life, and truly form amazing friendships that you wouldn't believe. So many of the ladies who were in cultivating groups this past year actually got together with other cultivating group members this summer because they became such good friends using the video messaging. I know it can be scary, but once you get over that hump, it's amazing. It's the way I got to know my best friend all the way across the country. And when we got together in real life, it was like we'd been doing life together every single day. It's such a great app. It's such a great experience with these dedicated ladies who are in the Patreon group. It's going to be lovely, you guys. I am telling you what, if you are hungry for friendship, if you are hungry for camaraderie and being able to talk about what you're hearing here on the podcast and our daily morning show that we're doing, if you weren't aware, we've got a daily morning show happening in our Facebook group and now also on Instagram on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm in there, so you're going to want to come join me at Mackenzie Kappa. 
all the things are going on. And it's so fun when you can share in it with community. So come over and join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. Be sure you're joining us for the morning show on Instagram. I would love to have you there chatting with me. And it's just going to be a really good time. You're not going to want to miss it. So come and join us. I would love to get to know you better. All right. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode with Jennifer L. Scott. Welcome back, Jennifer. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. It's so good to be here. I know. I am so excited to have you back on the show because you are one of my most commented on episodes from last season. No way. That's awesome. I got so many messages from people saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're having her on the show. I love her. I love her books. I love her YouTube. Wow. Yeah. And so when oh, you were coming great. out with this new book, it was like, oh yeah, I have got to have her back on. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's an honor to be here. You know, I feel like I was just here a few months ago and I love I that I'm already back. So I know. it's so fun. So I was actually scrolling through like your Instagram being like, okay, what do I need to catch up on? <laughs> what do we talk about? I was like, oh, I really wasn't on that long ago. <laughs> like, there's I know. <laughs> because I, if you guys don't know, I got to be on Jennifer's YouTube also, which was yes. super fun. Yeah. And people loved our interview. I still get comments about oh, our interview too. Good. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It, we had fun. a lot of fun crossover between the two of us, I thought. So that was, that was a good time. And you're one of the few guests that I really kind of like keep up with or like mm-hmm. chat with every once in a while. So that's really fun too. When it's like, oh, it actually goes somewhere, you know? Oh, I know. Yeah. It's a friendship. That's definitely, yes. yeah. So before we get into your fabulous new book, as I was scrolling through your Instagram, I was like, okay, we got to talk about this. Rebounding. I see. I was like, oh no, what is she going to say? <laughs> I'm going to spring one on you. Rebounding. Okay. I see all these pictures. I've seen a couple of other people that I follow doing this lately. What is the deal with that? Will you oh just gosh. like fill us Rebounding is the best. Okay. okay. Because I am the type of person, I don't like exercise. I am not I. a gym person. I, I had a gym membership back in the day, hated it. I just don't like it. And, yeah. um, it's very I, French of you to not like a gym. Yes, exactly. Right. That's yes. how, it's, that's how I think about it now, yes. but I just don't like exercise. And, um, and you know, I'm, I've got four kids. It's very hard for yeah. me to leave the house. I like to do as much as I can at home. And that includes exercise. So I do yeah. like to go on walks in our neighborhood and I do like to go swimming. Although with the hair, you know what I mean? I'm oh, always like, I oh, I just blow dried my oh. hair. I don't want to go <laughs> So anyway, the rebounder, I love it. And I discovered it through. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's a mini oh, trampoline. A mini trampoline. Exactly. Yeah. But some people are like, oh, can I use my kids one? And I would say no to that. Um, you know, cause yeah. some people have one for their kids. I think you should get a specific one. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but anyway, it's, I love it. And, and, and so you really don't need that much time on it. And I do between five, I try to do between five to 10 minutes a day. And it's such a good workout. If you research the benefits of it, it's like, um, it's what uh, astronauts do to train. It's just an all encompassing, very good. And it drains your lymphatic system. Yes. That's what I was really intrigued about. Like, Oh, it's not just a workout, but you're actually like helping that drainage happen. Yes. And you feel so much better after doing it. I like to do it at night because it de-stresses me. After you jump for five minutes, you will literally feel the stress melt off your body. So I am all about rebounding. Yeah. 
I think I need one of those real fast. <laughs> well, I, it's so funny. I did this monthly series where I was jumping on the rebounder. I felt so uncomfortable because I am not a fitness professional. Yeah. <laughs> I am so bad at what I just showed what I do. And, and as I edit the videos, one arm's higher than the other. I look terrible like doing this, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it because other moms in particular could be encouraged to just jump along with me. Right. And I, I yeah. actually really enjoyed it. So. That's so fun. Okay. I'm going to ask you a really personal question. I could probably find out if I just went and watched your videos. Are you prepared for that? I'm ready. Oh no. What is it? <laughs> okay. Now I asked this. Okay. I'm just going to ask I know you. what you're going to ask. You know what I'm going to ask. Do you wear a bra? Oh, I thought you were going to ask the other thing. Yes, I do wear a bra. Okay. I thought you were going to ask after having four kids. Oh, that too. Yeah. yeah that's the number one question I get. I don't have that issue. I don't know. It's, I don't. A lot of people who have had children have that issue where they, I mean, what for pee. lack of a better word, pee. Yeah. I don't, I don't have that issue either, but I have a ton of friends who do. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because every time I do a video, there always, there are many people who say I could never do that because I would pee my pants. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I don't. I don't know. Well, then maybe they need to do Kegels and then do yeah, the rebounding. Maybe they yes. should be doing that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I ask about the bra question because I knew of another gal who had um, breast cancer and okay. she was told to stop wearing a bra because it would help her lymphatic oh. drainage. Oh. And then she was also told to rebound because oh. it would actually like strengthen the muscles in her chest wall that get weakened when you wear a bra. And so I had never heard of that before. And that just seems a little out of control for me. <laughs> I have, I have tried with, this is so TMI. I can't believe I'm going. I know. <laughs> We're getting in real deep. Yeah, right I know, right? This, um, I, I prefer to wear one because it's uncomfortable when you don't. Yeah. And I don't even, I'm not even that large chested. You yeah. know what I mean? So I can't yeah. even imagine actually having a normal yeah. size. <laughs> I know. I think that I would end up just like holding them the whole time. <laughs> If I didn't have a bra on. <laughs> so, so funny. These are the things we just got to find out as yes. we're, we're working so all out. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully we've encouraged everyone to <laughs> check out rebounding. Yes, check out rebounding. But now I want them to check out your book because I, Jennifer was so sweet. She had her publisher overnight this book to me. I got it in my hands yesterday, but you guys, my kids, well, two of my kids started school this morning. I have four kids at four schools. It's like absolute oh. insanity. We're starting <laughs> middle school this year. And my poor son, like we went on Tuesday of this week and toured the school. <laughs> and his little eyes, like they just kept getting bigger and bigger and oh, bigger. Wow. He was like, this isn't even all the kids who are going to be here. And there are so many people here. And like, how do I get from one end of the school to the other? We like sat down with the map last mm -hmm. night and circled where all of his classes were. I was like, you go here first. And then you like, we like mapped out the route he needs to take to get yeah. everywhere he needs to go. And I remember those days. Yes. So it's like a whole new world of that. That's exciting though. Yes, it is exciting. It's yeah. just, I got your book in the middle of that. I was like, oh, I just yeah. going to be sitting down and like looking at your book, but I did, I like, I thumbed through it, but you guys, you're, you're he hearing one of the most raw episodes you're probably going to hear because I'm usually, if I haven't read the whole book, I'm at least very familiar with it. But mm -hmm. this is like, you guys get my raw, like, Ooh, I just found this in the book. And <laughs> ah, I really like this. So right off the bat, well, let, why don't you just tell people like what this book is? 
Sure. So it's called Connoisseur Kids, Etiquette, Manners, and Living Well for Parents and Their Little Ones. And you know me, I'm the etiquette queen. I love, yes. I love talking about etiquette on my YouTube channel. And it's not an old, fussy, dusty subject, you know, that most people think it is. I think yeah. it's very relevant and very um, important, especially for our children. Because even, you know, for example, as our children go to new things, if you have a strong foundation on etiquette and, and protocol, and I do believe that you have a certain confidence about you that can help oh, yeah. in new situations, you know, mm -hmm. and we teach our children these things and we all do. I mean, what parent, <laughs> we don't know any yeah. parents who don't want their children to be well-behaved, well-mannered. Yeah. So parents try that, you know, do their best to instill this in their children anyway, but I thought that it would be great to have a book that mm -hmm. parents and children could use to bond together over these things. Yeah. And the book is full of activities and recipes and games and just, it's really a wonderland for children, I think. And yeah. if the parent truly sits down, I know a lot of parents are doing this as part of a, an at-home curriculum with their children, mm -hmm. um, and just take it slow and, and discuss these things. It's going to be so memorable for the child. Um, yeah. Because, you know, when you look back at your memories with your parents, you think about the, that time when they spent quality time with you and you did something meaningful. So um, the whole book is just full of all of these activities. You know, I had um, one of my friends on Instagram, Elizabeth Enzor, she just posted on her stories that they just did the eye contact game that I have in here. Oh, yeah. Loved it. You know, it's that type of thing that I really think sticks with the kids and, mm -hmm. and helps them, you know, because there are certain things that all children need help with, like yeah. eye contact and speaking clearly and, you know, just that level of confidence that we all want our children to have as they go forth in life. Yeah. And so the book discusses everything from communication and table manners, tidiness, thinking of others, hygiene and grooming, and even health. Mm -hmm. And it's just a nice, well-rounded book, I think, yeah. um, that I think any parent would just want as a resource. I think, okay, what does my child need help with? Let's yeah. go to the book and see if there's something in here that will speak to them. Absolutely. Well, and you know, like I've just been talking about, we're doing this middle school thing. Mm -hmm. And so many of the things specifically that I talked to you about in the spring, have come up as my son has been going off to middle school okay. and like the way we present ourselves to the world. I was saying to a friend like, oh my goodness, it's going to be so hard for me to find jeans that fit my oldest well this year because he's so skinny and he's so tall and I don't want him wearing high waters and like, I don't, but I don't want them to be like huge and baggy and like trying to find some. And she goes, oh, my kids just wear sweats to school. And mm. I was like, Ugh what yeah. like is this like a thing is this like all the kids are doing that or and then I, she was like oh no they just they all they always have mm. like oh that's that's just not the way we do that and I mentioned it to my son I was like so your friends I guess they wear sweats to school and he was like what no <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh thank goodness I've instilled that in you like let's look professional and then we actually were reading last night his school handbook and it said School is basically your job right now. And mm -hmm. we want you to dress for school the way you would dress for work. That you oh, I love be, that. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. that you should be pulled together and you should feel confident about yourself. Just like, you know, you were saying, it gives you a different level of confidence. And when he went and met like the vice principal on Tuesday, 
the vice principal was like, oh, wow, nice handshake there, buddy. And like, mm, yeah. I was so glad that he had some of those simple skills that he yes. could present himself well. And I think, you know, those are just like so basic, but you go, you go beyond that in this book. And like where I may have, you know, been fairly good at teaching those things to my oldest child, <laughs> I may have forgotten some of them <laughs> with my younger kids. Right. And I think this is a great book. Like I'm going to, I'm going to read it over it with all of them. Mm-hmm. I love that you wrote it to the kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously a book you can go over with your kids, mm-hmm. but I like that the language you use is written to them. Yes. I that thought was that was so very smart. important because I yeah. want them to understand it. And also, you know, and it's not, it's not, you know, overly simplified language, but it definitely no. talks to, it, it has that excitement of when you talk to a child, Yeah, you know, that adults don't really have anymore, you know, so it, yeah. it does have that in it, but even that's just so great. And, and, you know, your son will remember that compliment from the vice principal yeah. and that encourages him you know, and that's, that's that confidence that I'm talking about, that strong handshake. We've all met those children that are so well behaved that say, you know, do you know what I mean? When you you meet a friend's child and they say, you know, hello, Mrs. Scott, they look at me in the eye and I'm just like, wow, you know, (laughs) hello, I'm so impressed by this, you know, Um, and not to impress other people, but only just to, it's so much better than the mumbling and looking away and turning away and the downcast look, which, which so many children, I think naturally just, mm-hmm. just go to, and we want to give our children that confidence because if we do that now, you know, ho- our hope is that when they're older, this will aid them in every aspect yes. of their life from job procurement to relationships to everything. We want to give our children the best start. Yes, I absolutely agree. And, and going, having it broken down into little pieces like this in a fun way, I've noticed you even have like some quizzes and yeah. <laughs> recipes and stuff like that. I yeah. love, and, and they're just, they're little blurbs that you could take like one thing and do it. And it's only a couple of pages, mm-hmm. but it, it's a great way to spark really good conversations with your kids. Yes, that, that was definitely the goal there. For sure. Yeah. Guys, if you've been listening to the show for a while, then you know that not only do I love a product that doesn't have a bunch of junk in it, but I also love skincare. And well, you know what? BioClarity gives me both. It's a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. Their routines were made to help keep your skin looking young, healthy, and fresh using only natural and gentle ingredients. I use my BioClarity every single day, and my oldest son also uses it. And you know what? Lately, I've been having a little bit more of the breakout, so I've kind of been joining him and using the clear skin routine. I am so thankful for the products that BioClarity has in this routine. It's a three-step regimen that helps improve the look and feel of your skin and is packed full of detoxifying nutrients. They are uniquely formulated to help with hyperpigmentation and stubborn breakouts. And they really work. I use some of their salicylic acid gel when I or my son have a particularly nasty little blemish. And you would be amazed by the difference in just one day. I've been honestly flabbergasted by how quickly it helps to heal those. The routines also include a super special ingredient found only in BioClarity. I absolutely love this stuff. It's called Floralux, and it's made from the chlorophyll from plants. This special ingredient also helps with redness, hyperpigmentation, and evening out skin tone and texture. It's a thing that I use morning and evening without fail, and I have legitimately noticed a difference in the texture of my skin. 
and you can only find Floralux in BioClarity. BioClarity really has everything you need to get clear, glowing skin. Plus, their products are 100% vegan, cruelty-free, paraben-free, sulfate-free, and artificial fragrance-free. Yay! And they have a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So get healthier, more radiant skin by going to BioClarity.com. And right now, for my listeners, you will save 40% on skincare routines, plus an additional 15% off everything on their website. That's an incredible deal, you guys. But you need to enter my code LOVELY at checkout in order to get it. So go to BioClarity.com and get 40% off skincare routines, plus an additional 15% off everything on their website when you use my code LOVELY at checkout. Well, I love, I noticed even on like the, the cleaning, the bathroom <laughs> one, yes. it was like, ask for some gloves. Don't get the heebie-jeebies. You just, you got to get it done. And right. So I love that. I'm, I, it's funny because my daughters have a Jack and Jill bedroom and there's a little bathroom in the middle. And so they oh, have yeah. their own bathroom. They're very privileged. I tell them this all the time. I said, do you know how privileged you are to have your own bathroom? Yeah. But you need to keep it clean, right? Because I'm yeah. not going to be the one to do it. So they have to keep it clean. And I don't want the, I don't know. I felt like I never cleaned a toilet yes. when I was a child, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yep. until I was an adult. And then I just yep. didn't like it. And I thought, you know what? There's, why can't they clean their own toilet? Why am I expected to do it? So, you know, they get the gloves on, they clean the toilet. And they, I think it's important for children to know that even if they don't have their own bathroom, to just know what it's like to have to clean a toilet. You know, I know yeah. some, some parents are against their children doing chores, but I don't, I really think that chores really add character to yeah. a person. I agree. And they give you life skills. So yes. by the time you're heading off to college, you're not like, I don't know how to do any of this. I mean, I remember feeling like that. My mom did my laundry, everything where I was, yeah, I was starting from scratch. And I remember even going over to friends' houses when I was little. I mean, like weird, their toilets are like dirty. Ours just stays magically clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had no idea like, oh, my mom is just being like super diligent about doing all of that because we never were involved with it. And it, and mm-hmm. it was out of the goodness of her heart that I she know. was doing that. Yeah. But, but then becoming an adult, it was like, oh, I'm, I'm missing some life skills here of <laughs> just like what right. it even takes to keep up with life. Like you're giving your kids such a skewed perspective mm-hmm. on what it takes to maintain a, a house and all of that if you don't have them contribute to it when they're younger. Absolutely. I think that's why we have this quote unquote, adulting crisis right now, you know, yeah. where you see all the, it's like, I was, I think about this all the time because I even did a video on it. I got skewered for this video about adulting, but anyway, um, about how we just, we struggle. I mean, we have t-shirts that say, I can't adult today. I can't yeah. do this today. I, I need wine and tacos before I do anything, you know? Yeah. And it's like, why is this happening? Why can we not, what, all of the other generations. It's so funny because I'm in the, I'm in the middle of reading the Little House books to my daughters at night. Oh yeah, I'm in the middle of Little House on the Prairie, and talk about work. Yeah, talk about adulting. You want to talk yeah. about adulting? I mean, yeah. people are complaining about cleaning a toilet. These people had to like dig their own well. Yeah, <laughs> make you their want own milk? house, hunt their own food. I yeah. mean, make your own soap. So yeah. easy, and um. And think about the character that is involved in that. And it's so oh, yeah. much better for our children to do real life things every day rather than just relax and, and yeah. entertain themselves all yeah. afternoon, you know? 
Yes, absolutely. Yes, I have thought that same thing while reading the Little House books and like blatantly pointed it out to my kids. Like, you guys, look how easy we have it. Like, we don't have to brave the storm to go bring in the cows or, you know, accidentally slap a bear on the rump because we can't (laughs) see it in front of our face. Because, you know, like, it's just, it's such a different life we lead. And I, you know, and sometimes things just kind of, disintegrate. Like I had such high hopes for the beginning of summer. Like we had all our chores, we had all our everything. Mm-hmm. And by the end of summer, it was just like, oh, it, the the summer tornado has hit, you know, mm-hmm. like it, you, and sometimes you just have to have that reset where you come, like you, you break even again, like, okay, let's just get everything back together. And then we can like get going with the chores and everything again. But I know my kids, I have seen take more ownership over their spaces when they have to contribute. Oh yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, my daughters and as the children get older, they get really good at what they do, you know? And so I, I like to, to, to phrase things differently. So, um, for example, with our living room, you know, just with the little kids, especially the the sofas just get demolished every day. The cushions are always on the floor. I'm like, why? Why?" (laughs) And then there's toys. So I say to my daughters, because my son can try to do it, but he he won't put things back. I mean, it'll, it's just an effort exercise for him. It's not actually making it happen. He's he's free. But I'll say to my daughters, um, okay, can you please style the living room? When I say style it, then they like to style the sofas, you know, like it's like a staging house. So they do the cushions and they, the throw blankets and they make, they make it look better than I make it look. They're good at it. So So it's all about the wording with children and, and um, you know, rather than just, me saying to them, clean the living room, Yeah, <laughs> which trust me, I feel like saying, yeah. I try to in a nice sing songy voice. Okay. Let's style the living room, you know, and they yeah. respond to that better. Oh yeah, definitely. Now, if I said that to my 13 year old son, he'd be like, what? <laughs> Not even, but I could totally see my seven year old being like, Ooh, I'm going to yes. do that. Yeah, totally. And, but it's so nice too, because I mean, especially as a single mom, it's like, it's all it's all on me. I can't keep, I can't possibly keep up with everything yes. on my own. And I, yeah, my kids all share a bathroom and my 13 year old, I'm like, you are capable. Holy cow. You're 13. Like oh, yes. in biblical times, you were considered a man. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely clean the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, it's such a weight off me to be able to be like, Oh, like he can, like he did it and yeah. it looks good. And I, I don't have to do that. I don't have to put that on myself. It's okay to delegate that to him. And I'm actually teaching him a valuable skill. Oh yes. Because then when he grows up and he moves out of the house, his ba- you're not going to go visit him and be completely horrified by his back. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> and hopefully I'm doing his future wife a favor yes. as well. Exactly. But I like in here, like you even talk about things like sportsmanship and Mm -hmm. putting others before yourself. And you have a whole chapter on thinking of others, which Mm -hmm. is also, you know, something I think is generally not going well in our culture. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's just not, you know, and I see this, I don't see this in children necessarily. I see this bad behavior in adults. Yeah. And that is one reason why I've (laughs) written this book as well, because clearly they were not taught this stuff as children. Yeah. Because, 
you know, even the other day, I have so many examples. I with sportsmanship, for example, everybody has watched a sports program where uh, somebody's made a goal or a team has won, and then they gloat. Yeah, and it's so ugly. I think you know, yeah. and, and that gloating and braggery and everything. I don't. I think most people, unless you're a fan and you're so excited, you're with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but if you really look at it, it's about thinking about other people, and yes, taking the triumph and taking the yes, enjoying it, celebrating, but taking it to a level where you're taunting the other players or dancing yeah. inappropriately for long periods of time. Yeah. <laughs> Not, and, and I see adults, I'm talking about adults. I don't see this yeah. in children's games. I see this in adult professional sports, you know, Yeah. Um, that, and then thinking of others, you know, the other day I was with my children and I never do this. Okay. I never, hardly ever go through the drive-thru at Starbucks. I was going to treat myself <laughs> yeah. Starbucks drive-thru, right? I was like, wow. So I'm with my kids in the car and I'm, I'm just going in. I have the right of way. I'm going into, and this, this man in this giant expensive BMW came out of literally nowhere. I don't even know where, I didn't even see him. He zoomed and just barely hit my car and raced right in front of me into the drive-through line. Oh my gosh. Businessman in a, and I was sitting there completely flabbergasted by how rude he was. I'm like, wow, go put yourself first, sir. Go ahead. And, and by the way, almost hit my car with me and all of my children, right? Is this what I get for going into the Starbucks drive-through? You know, I just couldn't believe that putting himself first like that is just yeah. it's so remarkable. I would never do that to somebody. I can't even, then I'd be so yeah. embarrassed sitting in that line with them behind me. You know what I mean? Right. I was expecting him to buy my drink. He felt right. Bad. That's that just what I was going to say. Like, nope. I sure hope he paid it forward. I was clearly. waiting for it. He did not yeah. pay for my drink. So anyway, oh my goodness, just that type of behavior that I see from adults all the time. And, and so I'm like, you know, that man, it might be too late for him, but yeah, you know, maybe with his children, it might not be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might not be too late. Get them in there. Yeah, that is such a difficult thing. I think we see it probably worse in driving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, driving is just awful. Yeah. So many, so many. Yeah. Yeah, but even just like in lines at the grocery store, and and I think people tend to be. I've noticed this with my mom especially because she is very extroverted, and I'm an extrovert, but I'm not typically going to be the one who finds out everyone's life stories in the line at the pharmacy mm-hmm. where my mother is. <laughs> uh-huh. She will come out and be like, oh, that man got his dog from here and this is how long he's had it. And <laughs> like mm-hmm. this whole thing. But generally we're so isolated. We're staring at our phones. Mm-hmm. We are not thinking about the people around us right. largely anymore. We've become this very like autonomous culture and it's just kind of that like picking your head up and looking around and realizing like oh <laughs> there are other people here for me to be considerate of okay. yeah okay other things in this book that i'm loving as i'm flipping through is well hygiene i mean mm-hmm. my girls are actually fairly good at this my my boys mm-hmm. it's a uh, the well, <laughs> not so much. Not so much. I mean, they don't want to be stinky, but right. I don't know that they always realize or care. Yes. And yeah. so it's like, like my, before I put my 10 year old to bed last night, I was like, honey, can I wash your feet? 
Like, please, <laughs> like, can we just please take care of that? I can't sleep well knowing you put those feet in those sheets. And, but you know, my oldest is 13. Like just realizing like you got to shower more than you did when you were a kid. Like you're a grease ball now, you know, yeah. but I'm, I feel like I'm, this is one thing I'm doing better with, with my girls and granted, my seven-year-old like enjoys it. She enjoys skincare and you know that kind of thing. But it is like making those things a part of our routine. And I like that you talk about it. You address it in here. Yeah, and I think I just remember as a child, I loved, and it could be the girl thing. I don't yeah. know, but I'm sure there's some boys who are like this too. But I loved reading about hygiene and and stuff, especially as I changed. And I loved reading about it. So I thought you know, it'd be fun for kids to read about hygiene and and taking care of your teeth and all that stuff. Try to, you know, when you read about it, sometimes it's more exciting. Well, it gives validity that like, oh, somebody other than my mom is saying this is important. Right. Exactly. It it gets exciting. Like for example, my daughter's I'm sure they're going to love me telling you this, but they just started wearing deodorant. So I got them like the all natural deodorant. I got them the Ben soap one. And that thing is, you know, a little pricier than the regular drugstore one. And so I'm like, it's your deodorant. And we put it in the drawer and you each have your own. And they're so excited to wear deodorant. They just, every night. And they ask me, do I put it on at night too? And I'm like, you can, if you want to, (laughs) you know, but it's just, it's exciting. And we want them to be excited about these new life changes that they're having, you know? Yeah. And just instilling those, like, I'm a big person on like facial care and washing your face every night and everything. And not my seven-year-old doesn't need to be like, you know, scrubbing her face every night, but I got her like a little micellar water with her little, you know, cotton rounds that she wipes her face down every day. And then she puts her rose hip oil on and it's like, it's nothing, you know, extravagant or I'm not spending a ton of money on it, but it's instilling these little habits in her that by the time someday when she is wearing makeup and needing to wash her face more, it'll just be ingrained in her. It won't Mm -hmm. be this like big thing we're trying to overcome. Like, oh, if you don't want your face to be totally broken out, then you're Mm going to have to wash it. Like you'll just be used to it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I I love habits are so sweet in children. I just love. Yeah. And they're, it's like you were saying, it's when they're still excited about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of coming in when it's like a burden. Right. I love that. Ladies, has the thick of the school year got you down yet? Are you feeling a little overwhelmed? Well, can I just tell you one of the number one things you can do to help relieve some of that stress? Get your meals planned. Plan them for months in advance so that you just don't have to think about it every day when those people come in the door from school or get to the end of their homeschool day and are saying, Mom, what are we having for dinner? You don't have to say, I don't have any idea. You can say, ah, I know exactly what we're having because I planned it a month ago in my Plan to Eat app or on plantoeat.com. You guys, I've used this site for five years. I'm in love with it. You hear me talk about it all the time. It's legit. It was made by a family who had actual meal planning needs. They knew that you might not want one of those pre-made meal plans because it might not fit what your family will actually eat. They allow you to really easily upload all of your recipes to the site. That's the most work you're ever going to do with Plan to Eat ever again. Once you have those recipes in there, you just drag and drop them onto your plan. You can even create menus. So you save a whole week or a month or whatever, and you can repeat it over and over again, thus saving you even more mental energy in the future of having to do your meal planning, right? It's genius. They've got amazing customer service. They are really there to help you have less on your plate by putting more on your plate food-wise, not 
overwhelm wise. You get it. All right, you guys, you're going to want to try it out. It's a subscription service. You pay $4.99 a month or $39 a year. But if you go to plannedy.com slash lovely, you can get 60 days free. That's two months of meal planning. Get all that work in there. And then from there on out, it's just going to be so simple and easy for you. You won't regret it. You guys, this is one of the busiest times of the year with back to school and new sports and new activities and all the things going on. Make your life a little bit easier by using plan to eat.com. Oh, and did I mention their amazing app that allows you to not only plan on the go? I did it at my daughter's ballet camp this summer. I'm not even joking. Planned a two months worth of meals in 45 minutes while I was sitting there just fiddling on my phone. It also allows you to never leave the house without your shopping list ever again. Amen. Amen. Go to plan slash lovely. You can thank me later. Okay. I'm flipping through here. You go into health. Mm-hmm. which is very fun. So tell me about that. So I really wanted, because I think almost every parent has the experience where their child doesn't want to eat anything. Yeah, <laughs> yes. My children love tacos, spaghetti, what else yep. do they like? And waffles. And yeah. you know, they're just like every other child, you know? Yeah. And I do, I do cook a lot. I do like to sneak a lot of vegetables into the foods as well. But, um, you know, I also think it's important to offer salad on a regular basis, offer the raw vegetables, crunchy, but there's a lot of recipes in this book that help make it exciting. And I know for a fact with my children, when they cook with me or bake with me, they are so excited about the, the finished product. They love cooking. So when you kind of put that in their hands and say, you know, kids, we need to, it's important for us to eat healthful foods and things that are going to give us energy and be good for us, you know? And then if, if you involve them in making those things, um, like I put a bunch of different dips for raw Mm -hmm. vegetables, you know, that makes it fun. Then they want to have the raw vegetables. And um, there's also some really great, and I've tried all of these dessert recipes that are you know, actually good for you. Mm-hmm. And there's some no bake. Oh, where are they? I'm trying to look for them. The no bake. I think, yeah, the no bake chocolate oat bars. And uh, there's just so many, <laughs> so yeah. many good things in here to get them excited about eating well. Um, you know, there is an obesity epidemic in our country mm-hmm. with children. And, uh, you know, I, I've personally noticed it. I noticed that the children seem less fit than they were in the past. And yeah. I think it's because they're not eating that well. Yeah. And they're also not exercising yeah. um, as much. We are a very sedentary culture and, you know, when they get home, I get it. They're tired from school and there's homework and everything. And then they just want to play video games or zone out or watch television, which I totally understand. Um, but I think that incorporating exercise, like we were talking about with the rebounding thing at home is very important for kids too. And actually one of my favorite things in this whole book is, uh, I don't know if you see this, it's in the exercise section. There's this game where based on the letter of the alphabet, it has an activity for you to do for each letter. So a fun thing to do, especially on a rainy day is, you know, if your kid is named Jane, for example, you could say she, she has to do what it says for J. Oh yeah. I'm trying to flip through and find this. 12 Heinies for J. Yeah. Yeah, That is so funny. They have to spell their name and do all of the activities. So that's another fun thing to do. If, you know, whenever your children say, mommy, can I play the iPad again? You're like, oh my goodness. Okay. You got to make them do some things before this happens. Right. You know, you could say, well, spell your name in the exercise game, you know, and get some exercise first. And this helps with our 
children because we used to be so much more active. I mean, just looking yeah. to our childhoods. I was out all day long, riding my bike, climbing trees, playing. It's a different world. Kids don't really do that anymore. Yeah. We need to somehow incorporate that and make it fun in the book. Yeah. No, I think that is really fun to make it. And like you said, like we are not people who enjoy gyms. Yes. <laughs> so getting them to learn like you can exercise and you can do these things right at home. It's not like something you have to, you know, make a big deal to go and do. I know I've done even yoga with my girls and even my boys to a certain extent mm -hmm. and they love it like the stretching and the challenge of it and oftentimes they're better at, at it than I am mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's you know some of those things that I just wouldn't normally do with them but when we set aside the time and say let's just do like a 10 minute yoga session off of YouTube they eat it up oh yes they love that type of thing and, yeah. and exercising together with them is is important yeah. If they saw me on a rebounder, they would. <laughs> oh my gosh. My kids love the rebounder. My kids oh, just jump on it every day. They love it. And that's another good one for kids too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I bet my kids would. I'm, I'm really going to have to get one of those. <laughs> yeah. They're great. Definitely cheaper than a treadmill or something. Mm -hmm. That's true. Okay. Another thing I am seeing in here, which I am a huge fan of, I do with my kids and I think is so in line with like I mean, all, obviously all of this is in line with all your other books, but it's the thing that reminds me, I guess, a lot of your other books is the routines, like mm -hmm. kind mm -hmm. of creating that, that ritual for yourself almost of how you walk through your morning or your evening. And, um, I love that you address that with kids, like talking to them about why that's important. Yes. And, you know, it's truly the mundane things that we do every day that are the most yeah. important because mm -hmm. those are, those are what, if you add up the minutes of your life and what, what you spend time doing, it's those things every single day. Yeah. So it's very important that they're intentional and we need to teach our children a discipline. Discipline is a scary yeah. word for a lot yeah. of people, but the discipline to wake up, to make your bed, to brush your teeth, to do your hair, whatever it is for you to choose your clothes, to get dressed in with a happy heart, you know, mm -hmm. to do this, not think, oh, mom wants me to make the bed and just, you know, uh, and then uh, to go, you know, no, we want, there's a part in the book where, um, I don't think it's in that chapter, but it's on, um, serving others. Oh, okay. You know, where I talk about how, um, it, when you think of a server today, you might think of a waiter or a waitress, you know? Mm -hmm. And so what if you were ordering from them, and at a restaurant and then they kind of like threw your food down and they were like angry and just kind of took your order and grumbled. You would be so disappointed with the service, right? Yeah. But you know, they do it with a happy heart. Well, cause they're mm -hmm. being paid and they want a tip, but yeah. we want that. We want that for our children. We want them to do their routines and enjoy them because it's truly these routines that make up our entire lives. You might as well enjoy it. You yeah. Know? What's the yeah. use of, of hating to make your bed every day? Enjoy making your bed every day. And I think that when you fall into that routine, and if you do that as a child, you're going to do that the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, so true. Yeah. I had my cousin, her, I mean, her parents were, were militant to a certain extent about like keeping everything completely in its place and everything. And I always had that wondering in the back of my mind, like, will she rebel against this when she gets older and just like have an apartment that's insane and ransacked and everything. But she didn't because she got used to things being orderly. And it is always nicer to have things be orderly than not be orderly. It just yes. is. Your it's brain feels less cluttered. I mean, everything. Yeah. And I think, you know, you definitely run the risk uh, of 
you know, you, you know, all those, those children, like I always joke with my cousin, she always said she wasn't allowed to have sugar when she was growing up. So then when she went to college, she kind of yeah. on sugary things. So it's less of a restrictive lifestyle where, you know, you must make your bed every yeah. day. It's more like it's, it's really bringing in that joie de vivre, that enjoying yes. it. And then they will want to, you don't even need to do anything else. They'll enjoy it. And I always talk about this with the 10 item wardrobe because I've been doing that for over a decade now. Mm-hmm. I, it's so ingrained in me that even if I wanted to go off the rails and just buy like a hundred articles of clothing, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to enjoy it, right? It's yeah. so a habit. It's so ingrained in me now that I, I can't do anything else. And that's the goal here is that we want them to just naturally, progressively over a period of years, just have this beautiful, wonderful routine that they take with them into adulthood. Yes. I love that. And I think that that will extend into their families, but it will also impact people around them when they go to college and, you know, when they can really see the differences and like, oh, look what my mom did for me or my parents did for me, you know, that they taught me that these things were important and lovely. And yeah, taking value in all those little pieces of your day and, and just being able to see like how you feel, like recognizing how you feel when things are certain ways. That's something I have learned to kind of pay more attention to in the last couple of years. Like sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm going, why am I overwhelmed? And then I look around and it's like, oh, well, the dishes aren't done and Mm -hmm. the couch cushions are on the floor and, you know, or whatever else. It's like, oh, well, if I can just take that pause to set these things right, then I'm usually able to take on the other bigger tasks that I have to do for work or whatever. Right. And helping our kids to, to recognize that same thing. Like, Oh, when my bed is made and my toys are picked up, I feel better able to do my homework or, you know, whatever it's making those connections and helping them see them. Truly. It's, it's about, you know, how the atmosphere sets the affection, just like Charlotte Mason. Yeah. That if they become used to having a really messy room, and working in a mess, then they're just going, that's going to set their affection and they, that a mess won't bother them. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we don't want it to be clinical, but we do want a giant mess to bother them. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't, uh, I, I personally think so. I don't, you know, t- things don't need to be perfect in order to move on, but you know, I yeah. want them to realize, you know what, we can't live like pigs in a pigsty. Yeah. We have to take care of our things. I, I keep yes. thinking about little house on the prairie, you know, we, yeah with them, they didn't have much and then they took care of it, you know, so Mm -hmm. we need to do the same. Well, and we live in such a disposable culture and I think we're trying to turn that around, but it's largely become a, oh, if it breaks, replace it instead of fix it or Mm -hmm. just don't bother taking care of things because you can just get a new one. Right. And it's learning and teaching them that no, our things have value. We need to respect them. We need to take care of them so that they last a long time and that these can be things that you carry on with you. And, you know, I mean, I think it's been fun to even like be able to share some of my toys from being a kid with Mm -hmm. my kids and be Mm -hmm. like, look, because I took care of this when I was little, I can share it with you now. Yes. And I know, I mean, I took such good care of my toys. I had the, um, you know, the Samantha doll, the American doll. Yes. Yes. I kept her and literally I had everything for her and in the original boxes wrapped in tissue and I played with her. It's not like she was just on the Yeah. And I was so excited. I finally presented her to my daughters. They're not like me in that sense. And again, it's (laughs) it's probably my fault because they have so much, you know, but they, they don't, um, 
tend to naturally want to put things away like I did and store things and stuff like that. So I have to yeah. really, you know, teach that to them. And we're still working on it, to be honest. You know, um, so. one of the best things for my kids was when we left and we kind of had to start our life over. We brought so few things with us. Mm-hmm. It has been like the most That's glorious good. reset because you realize like you really can get away with so much less. Yeah. And they have so many less toys now for us to, to like put away and everything. It's such, so much less daunting task in the evening to be like, okay, let's make sure that all the things are put where they belong because there aren't 8,000 things like there used to be. Right. And so it was almost like, you know, like our house burnt down, you know, and it's like starting over. But it's been, in so many ways, such a blessing to just kind of like have to not have much and then realize like, oh, we really didn't need as much as we felt like we did. Right. Exactly. We don't need as much as we have. And it's much easier to keep up with when there's a lot less. Yes. Okay. Are there other points of this book that I have missed as I am like, there's a lot to it, but I think oh, we yeah, there hit the main, main points. Um, you know, I think what I want people to know about the book is that it's the type of book that I think you should take your time with and delight yeah. in, you know, yeah. and, and really do, you know, give the whole book your attention. And I think at the end of the book, I bet there will be major changes in your family and there'll be positive ones. So yeah. that's my goal. Yeah. And I think that just the the way this book has been crafted, it feels like something you want to savor. I mean, it's beautiful. It has like the cloth bound spine. Yes. It's got a ribbon in it. You guys, it's a truly like, it's one of those books you're going to want to take good care of and, and keep around for many years to come. Like I can just see this becoming a staple with my family that we keep turning back to for ideas and just slowly making our way through. I think my kids are going to love it. I'm so excited. I think especially my, my girls who are a little bit younger, like they are going to absolutely eat this up and it's just, it's fun. It's cute, but it's also really classy. Mm -hmm. I think you've done a really good job. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I have to give a lot of credit to my publisher, Chronicle Books, and mm-hmm. to Claire Owen, who did the illustrations. So oh. they did a beautiful book. I'm really they really did. I'm thank so you. impressed. Thank you. It's just another great one from you. <laughs> thank you so much. Just another one in the collection. Yeah. Okay. So we are, I mentioned this to you beforehand, but we're kind of shaking things up this season. I'm actually going to be having all of my guests on Insta stories on, well, at least I'm going to try to get all of them to do it. I don't know if they all will, but (laughs) we're going to have them on Insta stories the day that their episode comes out. So today, if you check over on my Insta stories, I will have Jennifer on talking about a way that she is currently cultivating loveliness in her life. But just to get us going, do you have anything that you would like to share on the podcast that you are currently doing to cultivate loveliness? I think, you know, I'm just, with regard to children, really enjoying reading aloud to them. Oh, You know, the read alouds, we just, we read through the wind in the willows and then we started uh, the little house series around mm-hmm. the second book. And it's something I look forward to every day. It's just a bonding time and these are beautiful living books. Yeah. It's cultivating loveliness for sure between me and my children. Oh, I love that. And I know that people tend to be really like, either they love it or they hate it with reading aloud the little house books. Mm -hmm. Personally, I 
loved them. I loved reading like all the little details and stuff Me to too. my kids. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't they like the, I'm curious, why do they not like reading the little house books specifically? I think because of all the little details oh, okay. <laughs> from the people I've talked to, they said that they just found it like monotonous and long. Yeah. Tedious. Huh. And it was just like, Oh, so many little things. But I, I relished in that. Yes. Like those were my favorite books to listen to when I was little. I remember, um, did you ever read the, uh, Indian in the cupboard? Yes. Books? I love that book. Yeah. And they talk about each every tiny little detail about the little, you know, saucer that he, what he made the saucer out of. And then the little cup that he gave to the Indian mm -hmm. and like, you know, all those little details I just found fascinating. And it reminds me of that with the little house books. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love them. I do. Yeah. There's just something so endearing about them. Plus you learn life skills. Yes, I know. <laughs> and you appreciate what you yes. have. My goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Jennifer. It was so fun to get a chance to talk to you and about kids this time instead of us grown-up ladies, which was yes. really fun. Oh, I enjoyed our conversation. I hope we get to do it again. I know. I agree. And I hope this book just does so well. Everybody go out and get it because what day does it come out? Is it like September 10th? September 10th. Yeah. Okay. So you guys can pre-order it and have it in your mailboxes. I'm telling you what, you're going to be glad that you did, especially it's a perfect time of year. If you're wanting to incorporate something like this, it's back to school. It's like the perfect time to have like a fresh start about these kinds of things. It's well-timed. Yep. Yes. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. Yes. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Okay, bye. Hades, she's as lovely as she sounds. She is just so wonderful. I love Jennifer. I'm so grateful that she was able to come on the show again. It was pretty short notice, but she managed to make it happen. I am so grateful. So you can find all the information on her new book if you go to boldturquoise.com slash 132. And you know, if you go and order her book through that link in our show notes, if you head over to Amazon and do your pre-order, we actually get a little kickback from Amazon. In fact, if you use that link to purchase anything on Amazon, we get a little kickback and it makes such a difference. It's a really big thing for us, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. And so we so appreciate that. And if you want to show a little appreciation for the show or just give us a little shout out, if you want to head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review, man, those things make a big difference, especially at the start of a new season. Everybody's going back to school. Moms are in their cars more, listening to more podcasts. So when you give us a little nudge like, hey, I like this podcast, you give us a little five-star review, say a little something on iTunes. It lets iTunes know it should recommend the show to other people, and that makes a big difference for us. It doesn't cost you anything. It only takes you a minute to be able to do, but it makes a huge difference for the show. So thank you to all of you who have done that, and for all of you who are about to, thank you so much. All right, I think that's it for this week. So until next time, or, you know, tomorrow morning, if you come watch the morning show, go be bold and gracious. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.